Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 30th of November, last day of the month before we begin summer. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores and the doors. It's safe to say... The Dow is not really going to give us much of a lead in today. Pretty narrow range, but we did close positive on the US markets, at least on the Dow, up three points, or 0.01%, 33,853. It had a low of 187 down and a high of 84 up. So kind of in the middle for diddle there with the close, but rallying into the close and Nasdaq down 66 points, or only 0.6 of a percent, 10,984. The S&P 500 closed down six points in the middle for diddle, down 0.16%. So nothing very exciting there. 39.58 on the S&P 500. Our SPY futures, well, we could be in for a long day today. SPY futures showing a loss of one point. We did have a relatively good day yesterday on a bit of a turnaround and uh, in their market, as Asian markets looked better throughout the session as we saw some stability return to China and a good day for Hong Kong as well yesterday with that market up 5.2% yesterday. China was up 2.3%. There might be a little bit of disappointment baked into that today as the restrictions that we thought maybe ease slightly with that official announcement last night from the Chinese government uh, don't seem to have uh, been uh, that big deal. So minus one on the SPY futures. In European markets, a bit of a mixed session. The stock 600 was down 0.13. FTSE was up 0.5. Germany down 0.2. France, Spain pretty much unchanged. But US equities were mixed on Tuesday. They were off the worst levels though, but it was a pretty uneventful day. Uh, they did see uh, yesterday uh, the uh, precious metals, fertilizer, parcels, logistics, transport, home builders, all uh, amongst the la- uh, outperforming rather. So that was a good a day for them. Energy stocks were boosted by oil strength as well. We did see 10 years in the US. Now, of course, Powell has a big speech in Washington on Wednesday in US time. 10 years in the US were 375 The US dollar index was up a smidge, 0.13%, and the Aussie dollar around 66.90 there. And gold even slightly higher, despite that US dollar strength continuing. But um, there wasn't an awful lot out in the US. Uh, We did see some November consumer confidence beating expectations, uh, and labor market differentials remained near recent lows. But we did see some cooler Inflation prints out of Spain, Germany and Italy, uh, which does give a little bit of hope that inflation may have peaked. But we do have that OPEC meeting and that oil price pushing higher. And uh, looking at commodities, well, let's look at the um, the US stocks. We have Apple down 2.1%, Meta up 06 Google down 09 Microsoft down 06 Amazon down 1.6%, Tesla down 1.1%, uh, Apple did cop that big 2.1% fall. Looks like they're having a bit of a fight with Elon Musk on Twitter. 
and uh, threatening to take Twitter off their app platform. So not such good news there for both of those companies. Fighting is never a great solution. JP Morgan in the banking sector was the best of the bunch, up 1.7%. Citigroup up 0.8%. Goldman up 0.4%. Bank of America up 0.4%. Wells Fargo up one2 And blockchain up a 1.2% gain as well there. So not a huge amount, but certainly a slightly higher bias to the banking sector in the US. So I suspect our tech stocks will suffer a little bit today. Mining stocks, though, no such suffering. In fact, quite the opposite. We saw Brent crude up 0.2 of a percent. Don't forget, we do have this OPEC Plus meeting coming up this weekend, and it looks like it's going to be a virtual meeting in person out. So that'll make life interesting. But Brent crude up 0.2, WTI up 1.1. Gold slightly better, up half a percent, $8.20 to 17.48.4. Copper up 0.6. Nickel having a big run. Nickel is very volatile, though, up 4.8%. Aluminium up 0.2. Zinc down 0.2. We had lead up 1% and ton up 1.2%. Iron ore also doing well, now above 100 bucks US a ton. 101.3, sounds like an FM station. 2.4% better, so some good news there. And Aussie mining stocks doing well. BHP, ADR terms was up 3.1%. Rio up 4.1%. The rally continues there. Freeport up 3.6%. Alcoa up 2.7%. Tech up 0.8, Anglo up 3.7, Glencore up 2.3, Vale having a big, big bounce, 6.1% better. So we could see a big kick again in some of our iron ore stocks. Champion Iron, uh, even the likes of Mount Gibson uh, could benefit from this as well. And Arbomile up 1.5% in the lithium space. So we might see some more stability creeping into our lithium market. In terms of other news out last night, we did see Credit Suisse, uh, they closed down 3.6% in Zurich, record low. That's 11 straight days of losses, and they are planning to raise $6.3 billion. That has been, frankly, an absolute schmozzle. We've gone from fiasco to debacle. We've now gone to DEFCOM schmozzle for Credit Suisse. In local news today, we do have a bit of economic news coming out today, so that will maybe move the markets. We've got the Reserve Bank, uh, one of their guys, Jonathan Kearns, who's the head of domestic markets. He's speaking at the 2022 Australian Securitisation Conference in Sydney at 11 o'clock. We've also got third quarter construction work, building approvals, private sector credit, and the biggie. We have CPI, the new October monthly indicator. Uh, that's at 11.30, so that's the new monthly one. Usually we had to wait for a quarter to get our CPI read, but now we get a monthly one. So we shall see what that does. But the forecast for that number, uh, it looks like they're forecasting it to jump to 7.8% from 7.3% in September, while the trimmed mean, which is what the, C- uh, the central banks like to look at, it's expected to rise to 59 from 5.4%. It will be interesting to see what that monthly read on CPI does and what that does to our market. In corporate news, yesterday we saw Fiona Hicks appointed as the new CEO of Fortescue. And Linus, their boss, Amanda Lacaz, has questioned the way the federal government allocates taxpayer funds to critical mineral projects. 
saying she would rather see investment in infrastructure to support the success of multiple businesses. Good call, Amanda. And Morgan Stanley yesterday, you may have noticed that ASX had a shocking day yesterday. Uh, they were down, uh, they have pr- cut their price target by around 10% to 72 bucks from $80.20, citing higher costs associated with the reset of the chess upgrade, which has never happened. And uh, also it is facing issues in terms of the number of IPOs and volumes which have been dropping. So that is issues for the ASX. In research today, we have DGL initiated as a bar, as an ad rather at Morgan's uh, K or KFC or CKF has been downgraded to neutral at Macquarie Woodside. They had their guidance yesterday, a little bit light on for some. Downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins and Brokers Wilson has struck has stuck to a market weight rating. And a $20 share price target on Fisher and Paykel after their results yesterday. And in other news, we have Aeris Resources is looking at a buyout of Aurelia Metals. And CBA has been cleared in their overcharging case that has been in front of the federal court for some time. We do also have a trading update from Temple and Webster. Um, and we are seeing uh, they have previously flagged H1 was going to be the toughest period for the year on-year comparisons due to timing of lockdowns. This resulted in an overall decline in revenue of 14%. The company has now begun a trajectory back to growth. Interesting. Uh, Maine Pharma issues an outlook at their AGM. Uh, They've said they are um, focused on resetting business for growth to return to positive EBITDA in FY24. Well, that sounds like one of those transition years as well. Mount Gibson has maintained FY23 sales guidance, 3.2 to 3.7 million wet metric tons at an average cost of 70 to 75 Aussie dollars per wet metric. And we have seen EMV, EM Medical Devices, uh, commencing a multi-center clinical trial. And Talga has updated an offtake agreement with Automotive Cells Company. Expect to finalise negotiations and definitive documentation shortly. Looks like Talga could have a little bit of a blip higher today. So question of the day today, are you expecting Santa this year? Do you think we will get the Santa Claus rally as we enter December? The silly season to some extent, volumes do get a little thinner. We have had a relatively good time in October and November, only around 4% off our all-time highs. So should we be revving up the sleigh? Should we be opening up our stockings and waiting for Santa to deliver? So will we see the Santa rally this year? That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.